0: today i'm joined by ben berman a philadelphia-based grad student who is giving away homemade pies in exchange for charitable donations amidst the coronavirus pandemic let's do this Ben Berman is a 28 year old graduate student who has a seemingly common side hobby, making pizza at home. However, during the pandemic, Ben transformed this hobby into a charitable endeavor, lowering homemade pies out the window of his Philadelphia apartment via a pulley system to people who place a pre-order online. The best part, the pizza's completely free. In exchange, Ben asks for a charitable donation And he has raised over $30,000 for important causes so far. Uh, So thank you so much for joining me today, Ben. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I wanted to start off by asking you about your first experience making a homemade pie, which I assume uh, was well before the pandemic hit. Uh, Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, I, I had made pizza at home before, even growing up. But usually store-bought dough, maybe we make some sauce. It's a fun experience, usually in a, in a, you know, in a baking pan, something like that. Um, one of the reasons, I've always loved to cook. Um, I, I grew up cooking with my mom in the kitchen. I actually formerly started and ran a food truck company up in Portland, Maine for a few years that I sold in 2014. So I've always loved to cook, especially for people but I was on the road all the time for work before I got to graduate school. And one of the reasons I was excited about school is because I knew I would be home every night and I don't have an opportunity to cook again. And pizza was sort of an item that I was excited about getting into when I started to cook more. So my first experience really making pizza was in probably August of 2019, was when I started in earnest. And I was super self-conscious about all my pizza. The first three times I made it, it was just my girlfriend and I, and I refused to share it with anyone I was too embarrassed. I didn't know what would happen. I should think it was fine in retrospect, but I just loved the analytical experience, honestly, of playing with these different levers. And I was making pizza and then going down these rabbit holes the next day instead of doing my homework, trying to figure out why the pizza came out some different way and reading tons of message boards about hydration and all these other things. And that was sort of the beginning of that rabbit hole when I
0: started to get really into it. Cool. Um, tell me more about this food truck. What were you serving? Why did you decide to sell?
1: Yeah, it was a company that I started in college with one of my best friends. Uh, we had three trucks at the time that I sold it. The company was called Mainly Burgers, M-A-I-N-E-L-Y, because it was up in Portland, Maine, where I grew up. And two of the trucks were under that name. They sold uh, gourmet hamburgers and sandwiches and sides, some really inventive toppings, I think. Our best seller was this burger called the Mena, which was a cheeseburger but it was topped with caramelized onions, bacon, uh, sliced green apple and maple mayo. Uh, I think it was really delicious. So two were mainly burgers and then we had a mainly treat truck that served homemade ice cream sandwiches and root beer floats and sundaes. Awesome. I sold it because I didn't feel like I had the experience yet to run a company like that full time. It just felt like I had too much to learn. I wanted to, fo- you know, I I was sort of thinking I would go back to school at I didn't know if I wanted to do restaurants as a career. It just didn't feel like exactly the right fit for me at the time. And my buddy who I'd started with did want to make it more of his career. And so I was able to sell it to him and some other business partners and they've been able to keep it going for the last couple of years. And I'm just a huge fan of theirs now.
0: Awesome. Um, Other than stopping by the trucks when someone is in Portland uh, the next time they visit, where should one go for pizza uh, in Portland? Mm.
1: There's so many, there's actually a lot of good places now. So I think you have to get a a Sicilian slab at either slab or in the back at the bakery at Macucci's. That's sort of the local secret. That's where it started. I think a lot of the toppings at Autos is really good now. I remember when they first opened, I was in there one day in Portland, it was probably a couple of weeks old and they, I helped them set up their internet. There's no way they remember me, but it was when (laughs) they were just one shop But I think go there, get some mashed potato, bacon, scallion slices, and get some pulled pork, mango slices. I think that pizza is awesome. There's a new place on Washington Avenue called Radici. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Their pizza is awesome too. So those are my three recommendations.
0: Awesome. Uh, I I haven't been to the new spot, but I can vouch for the other ones as well. So, Um, awesome. So so you're you're making homemade pies. It's the summer of 2019. Um, You know what? Kind of your homemade pizza making experiences look like pre-COVID? And then obviously, you know, flash forward to March, COVID hits, um, want to hear about when you kind of uh, conceived of the idea that you might want to share these pies with people, uh, you know, beyond your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pre-COVID, I think I was okay at it. I was making
1: all my own dough. I was experimenting with sauces. I was making a lot of cook sauce back then. And I think I'm on the raw sauce strain now. Um, but I, w- I think the, the dough was decent. I was going down rabbit holes with different uh, uh, sort of physical products to bake on, et cetera. And I've landed on baking steels since then that I think are fantastic. But I was experimenting with different kinds of tomatoes and different hydration levels and trying to figure out how I want to do the yeast and how long I wanted to ferment for. Um, over time, I've developed that recipe and I'm proud of it now. Now it's a, it's a three-day ferment. I think it's a fairly high hydration for home pizza. It's probably it's in the 66 to 68% range. Um, though I'm doing a lot of it by feel at this point. Honestly, I found it's a little bit easier. Um, I'm making my own sauce, like I said, raw, and I, I I think the product's pretty good now. But that was a long time of of tweaking it, and every time it comes out a little bit different, and I have no idea why. And that's part of the fun for me.
0: Cool. Um, and yeah, so so COVID hits in March. Tell me about that experience for you and and when you kind of decided to you know start what what is you know good good pizza philip yeah
1: yeah <laughs> you know it started because in march i i had a big batch of dough for friends i had been making pizza for friends and that was sort of becoming my unexpected brand at school or yeah. as having friends over for pizza all the time because i was really enjoying the process and people were liking the pizza and it was a fun it's a fun food obviously to gather people around and i had this batch of dough the week in March that everything shut down and I was ready to have friends over. And it was sort of that week that we realized, okay, we don't know what this thing is yet, but we know that we probably shouldn't be having friends over for a dinner party. And so I bought 40 feet of string on Amazon and a bunch of extra plastic bags. And I told friends that if they came over around six, I could lower them slices of pizza out the window instead. And all it was at the time was an opportunity to get rid of this dough. So I didn't eat it myself. And start to stay connected to people during this week where we were all in our apartments alone for the first time, sort of scared about what was happening in the world. Um, and that was the original impetus. It, it wasn't about charity yet. It was just a way to stay connected to people and give people something to look forward to during the beginning of the pandemic when so much was unknown. Over the summer, as I continued to do that and wanted to start to find a way to give back a little bit more broadly to the community... I realized that I didn't want to charge for my pizza, but maybe I could ask people for donations in exchange for this pizza instead. And I had started an Instagram where I was taking pictures of the pizza, honestly, because I wanted a place to document it all, but was embarrassed to post it on my personal Instagram. So I started the separate one and people started to hear about it a little bit. I live on sort of a busy street in Philadelphia and people would see me dropping pizzas out the window and yell up and ask how they could get one, that sort of thing. It started to grow from there. And their donations slowly started to take off. And it just has sort of grown from there, honestly, to the point where, you know, people are donating now without any expectation of getting pizza. I think people are enjoying following along on Instagram and I'm trying to post my tips, though I don't feel like I am an expert by any means. And it's just been a fun community and hopefully making people some smile, making people smile with
0: our story. That's great. So initially... You know, you think you were able to get the word out kind of a little bit through social media and then just people kind of passing by and seeing what was going on?
1: Yeah, that was definitely it at first. Over the summer, it was people passing by, it was friends reposting it on their Instagram, and so more people following. You know, I was in the few hundreds of Instagram followers, it was nothing big. And then I think, as many people know, Barstool came for a pizza review in November, and that was sort of the end of. Uh, people not knowing about Good Pizza anymore. And it pretty quickly was, you know, 10,000 followers and tons of money coming in. That was sort of the first big break for Good Pizza.
0: Yeah. Um, So for those people that don't know, Dave Portnoy, the site's founder, has has his own large following, uh, you know, for his online pizza reviews. Um, I'm curious, you know, how they came across what you were doing and, and what that initial like communication was like.
1: Yeah, when I was making pizza over the summer and dropping it out the window, and started this Instagram, I tagged them in a post more as a joke than anything else, because they try amazing pizza, actual restaurants and shops around the country. And it was sort of like, can you imagine if they came and tried my pizza that I dropped out of my window that I make in my home electric oven? And the team reached out to me at some point and they contacted me on a wednesday and said hey we're shooting on saturday can we, will you be open and i said yes even though i wasn't open because right. there was nothing to open it's just my apartment i don't know if they sort of knew what they were getting into i don't know if they thought i was an actual shop when they came but obviously it's a pretty good visual i think the pizza is pretty good and he gave us a good rating and i think people saw that were a little bit inspired by the story it's fun to see the pizza being dropped out the window And that was sort of the first time that the name really started to get out. And it was sort of a bizarre, but really fun experience for me.
0: Yeah. Were you nervous?
1: I was so nervous. My friends can attest to, from Wednesday until they came on Saturday, I was a mess. I mean, they asked me Wednesday afternoon if I I was open. I was in class. I left class early. Don't tell my professors to yeah. make dough because I needed the three days before Saturday to make it. So like <laughs> stopped what I was doing, started to make my dough for the weekend. Um, and then especially the night before it was just a total wreck. If people watch the review, there's a funny moment where he's down trying the pizza. I'm obviously up here in my apartment and he looks back to ask me a question and I'm not in the window I was actually kneeling down below my windowsill because I wanted to hear what was going on outside. But when he called my name, I didn't want him to know that I was just not in frame, but I was actually listening. So I crawled on my hands and knees across my apartment to the back and then tried to casually stand up and walk back over to the window to look like I, Oh, Dave's here. No big deal. Um, so yeah, I was totally nervous about it the whole time.
0: Nice. That's a great story. Um, did, uh, did, 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 Barstool, make a generous donation, as many other patrons have?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Barstool is really generous. So I think a lot of people have heard now about what they're doing with the Barstool Fund, and they're raising millions of dollars for small businesses, and it's really incredible. Um, This was before that had happened, and Dave committed to matching any of the donations that we brought in for the next two weeks. So uh, we ended up raising $7,500 and they matched that. And that was a big, that was a big $15,000 chunk that's gone towards our total.
0: That's awesome. Um, And what uh, charitable organizations have you made donations to so far?
1: Yeah, I've been focusing a lot on hunger relief and homelessness in Philadelphia. So there's three organizations that I'll call out. Two focused on hunger relief that I think are really incredible organizations. One is called Philabundance. The other is called Share Food Programme. Uh, They're just two really incredible organizations doing tremendous on the ground work, supplying meals and food to people in need in the Philadelphia area, and I'm really proud to support them. The other is a really incredible organization called Project Home that's working to combat the cycle of homelessness, and they sort of have a portfolio of programs that they run to help people find housing, get back on their feet, break that cycle through a bunch of different means that sort of systemic reasons that people end up homeless in the first place. Um, And I'm really proud to support all three of those organizations.
0: That's awesome. That's great to hear. Um, You know, I noticed in some of the videos online of you, uh, you know, lowering pizza out of your window that you actually live above a a pretty well-known Philadelphia restaurant, Abe Fisher, Have you heard from those folks? Do they have uh, any feedback on what's going on above their establishment?
1: Yeah, I don't know if I've said this, but the reason I um, make pizza usually on Sunday nights is because Abe Fisher is closed on Sunday and I don't want to be in their way. So I mean, Sunday nights are better because I don't have school, obviously, on Sunday and I have the time to do it. The other nice reason is they're not open on Sundays and Mondays. So if I open, you know, when I'm quote open, it's always on one of those days usually because I don't have to worry about A Fisher downstairs. Absolutely. Um I've talked to their team, you know, Mike Solomonov who owns the who started the restaurant. He has a couple other places including Dizengoff next door and Federal Donuts across the street and I've gotten to know those teams uh over the last few months and they've been Really helpful, helping me sort things out. Or if we need to film something during the week, and so we're doing a pizza drop. Uh, they've been accommodating, and they're, the, the food at all of his places is, is incredible. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, D's and Goff's like the best hummus I've ever had in my life, and it's so good. It's yeah. so good. So I know you're getting your MBA, which means I'm sure that you have a, a, a detailed spreadsheet tracking all your costs. Um, which is in effect your charitable donation. How much have you spent, uh, you know, so far on this endeavor, and and you know, give me a breakdown of of kind of the costs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been asking about costs recently, and I didn't
1: expect it. I've spent a few thousand dollars on it so far, and honestly, you know, I wanted to give back this year. I'm in a really fortunate situation where I was already a student, so I didn't, you know, I didn't lose a job. My life is like so many in my apartment more than ever before, but I have very little to be complaining about. And I know what a hard year it's been. And so that contribution to me really feels like I was able to amplify the dollars that I may have given away anyway. And so I'm really proud to be able to do that. And um, the time that I've spent on the pizza has also been fairly high, but it's been a blast. And some local businesses have recently helped out like De Bruno Brothers down the street, and they've been helping supplying some cheese And King Arthur flour reached out today and it looks like they're going to send some flour, which is totally incredible and helps a lot too. So those little things, those acts go a long way towards my ability to keep making pizza and feeling really excited about what's going on as well.
0: Awesome. Plus you're like, you know, a mini Philadelphia celebrity now.
1: (laughs) I don't know about that, but it definitely has been, it's definitely been weird. That part of it, that was unexpected. And I think my friends are like, what is going on? That People know who you are now, what is happening?
0: Yeah. You you have a logo? Who designed that?
1: Yeah. Uh, Engine7Design. They're amazing. They reached out on Instagram. Uh, they're up in upstate New York. But he reached out and said, hey, I saw your bar review. Super inspired by what you were doing. Would love to help you with some design work. It came out so awesome. We threw yeah. it on some merch and I found a local woman who runs her own business and does screen printing. And we did a merch drop to raise money for these charities. Uh, all that stuff has been a blast.
0: Cool. Um, how long do you plan on doing this for? I've been telling people that I
1: want to keep doing it until everyone who wants a pizza gets a pizza. And, yeah. um, you know, when I was doing it over the summer, it was texting friends. I have 16 pizzas. Does anyone want one? And people up. It. But yeah. And now I usually have over 900 people sign up for a pizza drop lottery and I make 20 pies each time. So the lottery is insane. I mean, 900 people for 20 pies a week. It's crazy. So I'm going to keep making pizza until people seem to not wanting anymore. But the fact that I've been able to use this platform to give back, I mean, $30,000 is not a number that I ever was aspiring towards, because it's totally crazy. And if I can continue to do that, right, the next the next goal is 50,000. And we'll just keep going from there. And um, that's exciting for me. And I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can continue to make people smile and give back to the community.
0: Nice. Um, and, and, and tell me what the process is right now. So the pizza drops are on on what day?
1: Yeah. So the process right now is um, people should follow us on Instagram at GoodPizzaPHL. That's the only platform that I'm using at the moment. And pizza drops are usually Sunday night, though I haven't always been consistent with that because of schoolwork and other things that end up happening. Usually they're Sunday night, which means that the lottery opens two days before. So usually people can find a lottery on Friday afternoons. It goes up on the Instagram and our stories. It stays open for 24 hours. You enter the lottery, and then on Saturday afternoon, when the lottery closes, I email the 20 winners, and they're given an opportunity to uh, select their pickup time for the next night so that we don't have overlap. Also, I'm baking in an electric oven, so I can only make two at a time. So I'm doing two pickups every 15 minutes until we get through the 20 pies for the night.
0: Awesome. I love it. Um, tell me about your your plans kind of post-MBA.
1: Yeah. Um, I was really fortunate to work at a big consulting firm before school. My academic work is largely focused on the healthcare industry, and before school, I did a lot of work in patient services, helping life sciences companies design programs to help patients get on and stay on um, life-saving therapy. So I did a lot of work with multiple sclerosis, multiple myeloma, beta thalassemia, and other rare genetic diseases. Um, I really liked that work, and my consulting firm was helpful in sending me to business school from a financial standpoint, so the plan is to go back there. Um, that work is fulfilling to me as well. But I think pizza will also continue to be a part of my life. And I'm, continu- I'm happy to uh, keep making it and keep giving back to the community as a hobby as well.
0: Awesome. Well, hopefully, regardless of where you're living, you'll have to make sure that you're not in a first floor <laughs> apartment so that you can keep the pulley system uh, in effect.
1: <laughs> I know there were so many fortunate things. I mean, I think if I lived one floor up I'm not sure I could do this. If I lived on the other side of the building that faces an alleyway, this wouldn't work. If I lived a couple floors down or a couple doors down where there like is an entrance below me, I couldn't just drop pizzas into the entrance. So a lot of the world had to conspire to make this work. And I happen to live in an apartment that's perfect for dropping pizzas 25 feet out a window. So I'm thankful for that. And you're right. I think now forever, I have to live on a second story apartment on a busy street that doesn't have something right below it so that I can continue to drop pizzas, but uh, that's a small price to pay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, we talked about uh, the, the the food scene in, in Portland, Maine. Tell me some of your favorite you know, Philly pizza spots because Philly has a pretty strong pizza scene.
1: Yeah, there is a pretty strong pizza scene. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of amazing food in Philadelphia. I could yeah. go on and on forever about the food as well. Um, but obviously, Beddia, amazing pizza, and also Pizza Shackamaxin in Fishtown in the Old Beddia spot. I think that place is awesome. Um, Vetri is obviously really good for more Neapolitan-style pie, uh, as well as Nomad. Tuesday nights at the Nomad Roman spot, too, when pizzas are half-priced. That was one of our go-tos as students before the pandemic shut everything down. There's two new places in Fitler Square that are amazing, too. One is Pizzeria. Tata. I hope I'm saying that right, but their new pies are amazing. Everyone should go check them out. And then there's a brand new place that just opened called, um, Sally's that's really good as well. Um, so I recommend all of those places.
0: Nice. Um, anyone in the Philadelphia or greater Philadelphia region that you're just, you know, hoping comes by for a a pizza?
1: (laughs) Tons. I mean, it depends on how high I'm setting my sights, right? I hope Gritty from the Flyers comes. That would be super fun. Um, You know, I think Will Smith. Will Smith should come try the pizza. Who else? Uh, I think people saw some of the 76ers came and they made a great donation to Good Pizza, Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibault. That was so, so fun for me. And I'd love to continue to do that. We called it the Good Pizza Challenge. So Bryce Harper, Kevin Hayes from the Flyers, Uh, The Eagles, Jalen Hurts and the rest of the Eagles, love to have you guys by, come try some pizza, make a donation, we'll do some good together. Um, Honestly, though, this experience has been fun because I've just gotten to meet people who live in the area, hopefully make them smile through pizza. People have been so kind, giving donations to the organizations that we care about. And it's a lot of fun to have celebrities stop by, but it's a lot of fun for me too to just make pizza for people who live here, who love the community, who want to give back who love pizza, that whole experience has been super fulfilling for me.
0: That's incredible. No, it's, it's, it's so generous what you're doing and it's fun. And I think it's brought a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of joy during these, uh, you know, challenging times in addition to, uh, a, a delicious meal. And obviously, uh, you know, the, the charitable, uh, component is just, uh, you know, r- really amazing as well. So, Uh, you know, appreciate what you're doing. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you'll be doing it long enough that I can uh, get down there for a pie at some point.
1: (laughs) You just tell me when Uh, I appreciate the chance to tell our story excited to make you pizza sometime soon. Thanks so much for having me on this has been a blast.